Hey, it's the Jeff Show. No, it's not that Jeff Show. Shut up, Jeff. Oh, come on. I, I haven't been on this show in quite a long time. All right, now you start. That's you start with the way you I go. like it. Yeah, but you can't stop me because you can't control Atticus. I have a story, Jeff. Me. Shut up. Okay, I want to hear it. Shut I'm up, Jeff. I'm sitting cross-legged on the floor like a kindergartner. Good. So last night, was it last night? Yeah, it was last night. Last night I pick up my son from the train station, right? There was shit on oh, him. Oh, well, there should. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. We got in an argument over Skype over this earlier about how bad the trains are out here, and I think I won. But I, you were, sure. I, I don't remember arguing with you, but okay, I was. I was <laughs> it like, wasn't an argument, argument, but we you were, were just like, like stop complaining about anything that happens in your life. <laughs> when I go on the train, the train is loaded with with buckets of diarrhea that you have to step so in in order in to the get last, a seat. In the last week, one of the reasons why mouth. this sh- yeah. this show is late is because largely because of Bart. Right. BART stands for Bay Area Rapid Transit. They should just take the R out it's the altogether. Tube. <laughs> just call it BAT. And but BART was was BART's the light rail system that connects San Francisco with the rest of the Bay Area. Okay. And it is turned into a festering pit of disease and filth. And um so it's I've been late every day. Uh, coming home, it's taken me three to three and a half hours, and at the worst, five hours to get home, right? Because right. of BART delays, train breakdowns, people stabbing each other on train platforms, all that shit, right? Routinely, and I don't know how they do this, the homeless have figured out, hey, we can sleep in the train. So they'll sleep, they'll like take over four seats, right? We have some seats that face each other. They'll take over all four seats with all and of their garbage. And you also garbage. can't have the se- the seat of my, my imaginary friend next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're sitting there. Their feet are hanging out. They're dirty, cracked, gross feet. And they're just... They're, somehow they're already on the trains at 5 o'clock in the morning. There's routinely pee or what we think well, is you pee know, all over the floor. The unfortunate part about it, though, is that it's probably... They probably feel safer inside the train. Yes, no, I have no doubt I, about I, it. No, no, I. You know, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to see it from a different point of view. Uh, the uh, like, I I met a gentleman a, a couple weeks ago at a wedding that that lives in that well used to live in that area but now lives in Northern California. But he he yeah. said the thing about the rocks on the sidewalk is absolutely true. Like it's they they actually put si- rocks on the fucking sidewalk to keep homeless people from sleeping on the sidewalk. So now they're going to go corral. Yeah, in San Francisco. This, yeah. I, looked, I, I looked at it and I was like, that can't be true for the whole fucking city. Apparently it is. <laughs> it doesn't work. They just sweep the rocks away. They just, Well, no, no, no. It, well, it boulders. They were like, they were showing folders, photos, <laughs> photos and boulders. I'm like, you know what? My brother would probably find a way to make that boulder comfortable. They might. They should send my brother out to San Francisco. He would. He would. He would find a mattress in the dumpster, cut it open, gut it, and he was like, "Now it's a comfortable boulder." He would do it to every oh, boulder, and then he, he would, would. And do then it he to would every an, boulder. He would antagonize the police, and t- he was like, "See, see what I did?" And then they'd be like, "Take it down," and he'd be like, "No, you fucking pig, piece of shit." Well, I mean, San and Francisco then- <laughs> has become the poop capital of the country. It has the worst poop problem. Just shit on the streets. No one looks up to see the beautiful city because your eyes are glued to the sidewalk because the last thing you want to do is step in human, usually human, but also dog excrement um, on the sidewalks, no matter what part of town you're Who in. Who does that? Even out here, we're hoity-toity enough. A lot of people, not, they don't just pick up the dog shit in this area, but they also wipe their dog's ass. Well, believe it or not, there's less dog shit on the sidewalks than there is human shit. 
Oh, but I. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you. I. I must have. I must have misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were no, saying. No, that's there was a, yeah. Equally as much dog shit on the floor. Right. So I work on. Yeah. On I work floor. on Knob Hill. I work on Knob Hill, and it's the upper scale. Most of them will take their dogs James for a walk. James is saying hi to you. Hello. He brought his hairy man self in here. I see his hairy man self. That should be his. That should be his porn name. That should be your porn name. He says. Harry. Harry Manself. Man actually, James Wookie works perfectly fine. That's that, true, that too. does make it Harry Manself. Thank um, you. But most of them clean up after their dogs. I see them cleaning up after their dogs. Or they take their dogs to the park. They clean up after them there. Some of them actually have curbed their dogs, right? I, Where I, they actually yeah. will hang their ass over the curb and go <laughs> take a dump or whatever. But um, every week, I see somebody shitting directly on the street in the middle of the day <laughs> you know what i don't i mean other than walking into the bathroom when james takes a shit because you know when you're with somebody long enough you're like yeah i mean I, i'm like you know what you you're getting ready for your shower yeah, you and don't care I, I really need to brush my teeth i don't care if i can smell mm-hmm. and taste your turds in my the mouth the illusion is over Ew, why yeah, did you yeah. say taste well if you're smelling it you're tasting it shut I up mean, <laughs> stop it Smell those aromatic compounds. Those are those horrifying. There's, there's <laughs> it's so it's human feces is so toxic. You can't even put there's a there's a like I, there, okay there is actually a whole science behind getting rid of garbage so that they can recollect the methane and make sure that it breaks down and they remove the plastics so that they they can be reused. Okay. Human feces is so toxic that it would complicate trash dumps. They actually have a whole, I mean, everybody knows this, but, you know, the, the sanitation, there's a whole plant of chemistry dealing with how to get rid of human feces because it is so fucking gross and uh-huh. full of so many different horrible things. Like Compounds. You, if you had a plate of dog shit to eat and a plate of human shit to eat, you'd be better off eating the dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, you'll be, I'll take the dog shit. I'll, t- I'll just salt it up and put a little bit of ragu on it. <laughs> the dog shit will have less hormones and, and prescription drugs. And... <laughs> <laughs> but what would the crap smell like after you ate the crap, though? I don't. Why did you even <laughs> ask that question? Because I'm me, and I haven't seen you in three weeks. <laughs> Come on, Jason. I've been storing this up for a long so time. If I ate a crap and then up. crapped that out, I. You know what? I. You know, I. I heard. I think who was it? Fat bastard who said that in in Austin Powers. If I crap don't... could crap, that's what it smells like. <laughs> I, you know what? I've always wondered what, like, if one person had to digest like a meal of di- of of shit and then oh shack it out, what would God. It, what would it what would that look like? Would it just look like more shit? Would it be blacker, <laughs> darker, more ferocious? I think if you managed to didn't get sick, right? Because there's <laughs> there's tons of toxic, just natural born toxic bacteria and shit on shit. Are you talking about eating your own shit? <laughs> yeah, of course. Well. Uh, no, I would say you have to you have to eat somebody else. You have else. to eat someone else's. <laughs> it's randomized for the for science. I have a feeling. <laughs> shut up. 
I have a feeling. Oh, Divine is on my side right now. <laughs> that if you ate, I'm going to take the other person's shit out of it. If you ate your own shit, more than likely it would just pass through more or less the same, right? You don't think that you would break it down even more though? Because like shit still, shit still actually has a lot of, con- you, you don't digest your food 100%. No, like there's a significant port. I, I don't know how much it is. I'm sure micro. There are some. Exactly. There are some foods that absorb almost a hundred percent into the human body. Right, like eggs. But what I mean is eggs are yeah. If, eggs if you are eat wrong. a whole, if you eat pasta every day, with like like every once a day with every meal, you're, yeah. You're, or, or or salads, like a lot of that stuff doesn't all. It you don't absorb all of it. So no, you if can't. you send it back through, would you then finally reabsorb all of it? You're like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that I don't waste anything. I'm so not wasting every, any food. Every 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 time I take a dump in the morning, that is my breakfast. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, so let's let's play this out. If it was someone else's, I think you would wind up getting diarrhea. <laughs> At the very least, you would wind up getting diarrhea. Okay. Because think about it. You're now introducing bacteria from someone else's gut but into that's, yours. That's kind of good, though, isn't it? That's a good thing. N- not necessarily. I mean, if the gut, I mean, our own little biome you know, you know, inside of, of our intestines. One of the best way to get rid of uh, C. diff is, is a uh, transplant, a feces yeah, transplant. Yeah, but the, the, what is C. diff? C. diff is when your biome, when all of the bacteria in your gut is gone or dead. Right, mm-hmm. so there's no competition involved. You're not introducing a brand new thing, and they have to compete. It is you're introducing a like a here you go, and it's like forty acres. There you go, go for it, and all the new bacteria spreads out and starts to multiply. If you have a healthy <laughs> go biome, forth and multiply. <laughs> let's say I walk into your house, take a dump on your plate, and you eat it. <laughs> Though the bacteria in my stool is not the same as the bacteria in your body. And you have two two basic biomes that would compete. And more than likely, your gut will go, I don't want this in me. And flush it out as quickly as possible. Right? Uh, but I, I've, eaten, I've eaten people's asses. That's, but the ass is not the same as, as eating. Like- uh, that is, but that is how... Well, okay, so if a, if a baby has been... Um, C-sectioned. That means that yes. they have not been birthed out of the canal where there might they did not pick bacteria. up some of those. So yeah, doctors exactly. will now go like this and rub the rub, I'm like showing him. They'll rub <laughs> they'll rub the mother's asshole and put it on the baby's mouth right after yeah. it starts crying. So mm-hmm. it's like they get all the asshole juices on there, and they're like, "Here, baby," and they like. <laughs> I think it, that's a little bit different because but so once again, I've been doing that with multiple men. <laughs> I'm once kidding. again, <laughs> we're talking about a newborn baby's intestinal biome has nothing in it, right? So it's 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 going to exploit a brand new territory. I'm talking about competing bacterial forms. And I think that when that happens, <laughs> what? I'm just still laughing about the idea of you just tromping into my house. Hey, you're how you just, doing? You're like, oh. I'm like I haven't. I'm, Jason, is this really how I'm going to meet you for the first time? Toot like, toot. Like I, 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 this is the in person and not a hug first. You're not going to give me. A, you're just going to. Can I have a plate, please? And I'm going to be like. <laughs> Whatever, Jason. Give me a plate you don't want to keep. We're going to do something. How about a bowl? Can it be a bowl at least? (laughs) Okay. So that, I mean, that, in my personal opinion, I think it would cause severe intestinal upset and, you know. All right. All right. But if you ate your own, 
it would just pass through. It may break down a little bit more, but I think it would probably pass pass through. Now, here's my question. How many times can you pass your own shit through that system before you before it just comes out and it's like soft serve ice cream? There's nothing in it. I think all of the, well, it, all if of you the, didn't get diarrhea, it would probably just become hard. I don't, probably give yeah, you I, I would think you would extract all of the water out of it, right? And eventually. You, it would be black. All of the fiber would eventually collapse and break down, right? I have 100% absorbed my food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal for the next three weeks. Like, this is, I'm going to start a YouTube channel as a joke. I'll even wear this hat right here, and I'll just be a new character. My name is Shitty Shitty Jones. Like, and I, I just go. Hold on a second. You'll sec. get a following. People will want to know what your what your. Uh, what uh, your oh no! Diet I'll make it up. Is. Like, I'll wear a I'll wear a beard, and I'll I'll like wear a fake beard and maybe a wig that I stuff underneath this, and I'll be like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna shit on a plate and eat it for four days straight. Nothing else. <laughs> and I'm, I'm maybe some water. Maybe it's like some, urine. Yeah, yeah. That too. I'm gonna be drinking my own piss. Oh god! Because that's that's healthy. <laughs> but I mean, I think you can only drink your urine three times before it becomes toxic to even you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but my my urine is actually usually very clear. Because okay, I drink so, so much water. You get up in the morning, you shit on a plate, you pee in a cup, and you're like, "Okay, let's see where this goes." This is how right? Doctor Bright feels. <laughs> that's still one of my favorite fucking episodes of this show. Like, if I'm ever bored. Do you ever you you can see who who listens to the cast right like you can see who specifically listened to it yeah do you see when I've listened to an old one yeah all right so you I go, don't look for it it's well, not no, like I know, I'm sitting at home next time you get a chance go look in episode ninety seven my dinner with Atticus there's a scene where I'm explain there's a uh, we're doing um a life in high definition and I had written this scene. Where it was supposed to be what a character figure literally eating shit to make fun of the figurative things that are coming out of his mouth. Ha ha right. ha ha ha! Nice symbolism. And he's right. he he he's like going crazy, and he he scoops some poop out of a pile because he's in a jail and puts it on a plate, and then pees in. He, I thought he put it on some cardboard. It, no, no, it was in a box of cardboard because he just oh, okay, he couldn't right, right. store it in the toilet because he needed the toilet water because he because he didn't have any water to drink. Right. So he 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 pees into a glass and he's like having a dinner with his son, his imaginary son. Yeah. And and Jason goes, "Is he is he eating shit and drinking pee?" And I'm like, <laughs> I start laughing. I don't answer the question. All of a sudden, I'm like, and then like he keeps talking, and every few seconds, I'm like, then Doctor Bright forked a bite into his mouth, and you're like, ah, ah, yeah, you go? Uh-huh. <laughs> your favorite thing, making me sick. <laughs> Oh, I will resurrect this character. You know, I finished... Oh, oh my God, Jason. I finished the third version of the book. It's 1,200 oh, pages. Oh, my God in heaven. I need an editor, but I can't... You know how much it costs to have a professional editor edit your book? Yeah, it costs a lot. They, because they, pay, they, they make, make you money. pay by page. Yeah, I know. And I'm like... I know. Oh, so what I'm going to... What I have to do now is chop it down and write it in first person. <laughs> oh, I've been writing this thing for almost two years now, Jason. Keep every version, because if the one that you put out hits, you can put out another version. Putting the first unraw, the first raw, raw version of the of the epic New York Times bestseller. <laughs> Shit, fucker. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, it's quite literally the worst like Avenger. Shit, fucker. <laughs> but Thanos loved him. <laughs> Come here, poor boy. 
It's like a little boy. It's like a 12-year-old boy who just poops Why? on the floor and starts Why it. would anyone, a 12-year-old boy named Shitfucker? <laughs> uh, because. But what's his power? What's, huh? even, what's even his power? The, oh, that he can... Um, he can fuck shit and um, there's actually Eden? a character called <laughs> fuck shit in the in the mid '90s movie, which is really good. But either way, he's shit what? fuck. He's f- shit fucker. He's shit fucker. He fucks up your shit. <laughs> I, no, that's his that's his gift. He has great luck, but any everyone that's around him has bad luck. No, he just makes everybody constipated. Um. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that would be a case of bad luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're on the toilet. No one can come to the rescue because they're on the toilet, right? <laughs> Excuse me, Aquaman. <laughs> he just touches him, and Aquaman's like, "Why do I feel like I have a brick in my stomach? I'm so full and bloated." <laughs> I've never. I don't think I'm. I don't think I've ever been constipated. What? I think I've. I. I you know what? I always have though. I no, not always, but. Pretty often, I have diarrhea. What about that time when the in the hospital where you farted for nine days? That, but that was gas, and it, what the my anus was like dried shut. I didn't have poo. I mean, I didn't have poo in there until after the gas was passed, and the okay. stone. There was just, but I wish I had the X-ray of that because it was just like my whole intestines were like in view with perfect clarity. They should have used it for a textbook. <laughs> Jesus, right here. Is a gentleman who has an ass full of air. Mm-hmm. It wasn't air, but okay. <laughs> inside of my inside of my intestines, my entire yeah. well, not an ass, but my you know it was filled with air. Every it was all most of it was dark was dark space. There were no... wasn't it methane though or well I, uh, no not necessarily. I don't think I produce methanogens because I've tried to light my farts on fire and it doesn't work. I don't think I there. I don't know if there are any other gases besides methane. That you know, you I've never that tried that. I've never ever tried to do that. If you do, do it with your pants on. <laughs> Thanks for the advice, Mister Wizard. Why? <laughs> I love Mister Wizard. He was so fun. All it right, Jimmy. Fun. Today's experiment. I want you to pull down your pants and put point your asshole at the camera while I get this lighter and I just fucking. You know what I liked about Mr. Wizard? He came off as a science teacher, a middle school science teacher who was kind of done, right? He was like, "I'm going to teach you this neat thing. See this neat thing? You like it? It's a neat thing, right, Johnny?" Yes, Mr. Wizard. He wasn't like he didn't like do wacky things to make science. Oh come on, but Bill Nye is great. Yeah, I like Beekman more. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah, Beekman. No. I mean, I watched him too, but Bill Bill fought the creationists, and Bill won. What's Beekman okay. doing? You want to start a I show? I don't know. Fine. Beekman, Beekman is sitting around eating poop several times over <laughs> to see. That's his experiment. Imagine if he's like, excuse me, let me pull up the bodoscope and explain to you guys what I be doing. You know, that's a really good Beekman impression. Hey, everybody. Look at what's going on here with my stupid rat. Yeah, and I watched him. I, I mean, I thought he was okay. I just, I, I thought that Bill Nye was better. I learned more from him. Shit that I remember, okay. you know? He's like, right, light fine. is so fast. And then he moves his hand. And then he has, he literally has a flashlight. And he uh-huh. holds his hand in front of it and then moves it away so that the light goes to the wall. And he's like, see how fast it is? Like, it's the dumbest experiment <laughs> ever, but it's true, though. <sighs> All right, you ready? Yeah, we gotta get all our voices ready. Alright. In three, two, one. Hello 
everybody, and welcome to Let Me Finish Two Man One Story. One million interruptions. I am Jason Harding. And I am Atticus Shit. And on this show, Atticus Atticus and I tell a story, and we interrupt each other and have a bunch of yuck yucks, right? Yeah, kind of. You know what? I started a story at the beginning of this show, and I didn't get to finish it. Oh, you want to tell it now? Yeah. Hey, hey, so hey, I, hey, hey, hold on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Are you done? Is, is, I, is he gone? I, no, he'll never be gone. I mean, all right. I fine. created him for this show. He will. He will. Pro- so, I was talking to my daughter in that voice the other day. Okay. Great. You didn't start bringing up his giant metal, his giant gold dick, did you? No. Okay. Good. Anyway, I showed uh, it to him. No. <laughs> I didn't. I'm kidding. Okay, go ahead. Tell the story. Can I? Yes, please. Can I? Okay. No, it's, no, it's there's too much buildup. It's uh, okay. So anyway, last night I go and pick up my son from the train. It's midnight, right? He doesn't get home to, from work until midnight. I go, I pick him up. We're driving back, and he says, "Oh, you know, I wanted to stop at Jack in the Box the other night, but I didn't get a chance." And I said, "Are you hinting that you want to stop at Jack in the Box?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay." So we pull into Jack in Jack in the Box drive-through, and there's a few people. There's actually quite a few people there. I'm seeing there, and I thought I saw out of the corner of my eye this little animal go into the bushes that are around the drive-thru, right? Okay. And as I pull up, I have the window open, I have my hand hanging out, and I feel something up against my fingers, and I impulsively jerk back. It's a deer. And it, you know, it was a tiny little eight-week kit. Oh! Was it dead? And it was, no, it was like sniffing my hand and like wanting to get into the car and i said ian get out of the car and go and get that kitten he goes around the kitten goes right up to him right mm-hmm. comes in snuggles in snuggles into him he's while got we're worms getting our food no huh has it got worms no got got the kitten home it's like a tabby calico mix oh wow wow my daughter and i were looking at, at calicos earlier they were no. for donation at petco we go there pretty often to look i'll, I'll send you the video of it it's real cute okay cool and anyway so we bring the cat home cat's perfectly happy we got to get find out if it's chipped but we've been checking all the the areas and we're like this is a mystery cat we can't figure out how in the world because it's not like it's right up against the housing units it's like in a strip mall far away so how in the hell did this tiny little bit like a kitten so small it still fits in both your hands if you cup them. Oh, right? terribly hungry, dehydrated, but like totally friendly and totally like not a obviously not a feral cat. And we're like, how in the hell did this kitten wind up? What are you drinking? Nothing. What are you drinking? Wine. You've got to drink. You've got to read tonight, buddy boy. I know. We both do. All right. But I'm anyway. I'm, I'm hey. I last year in March. I quit drinking for months on end, and now I have, I I am a responsible drinker. Okay, good. I drank anyway, three weeks ago. We brought at a the kitten home. <laughs> the kitten is here. We're fostering the kitten, and that's the story I wanted to tell. Instead of the twenty-minute "What happens when you eat shit" conversation that we had instead. Thank you. And he gave me Thank the whole you. massive oh, bottle. Oh, and there's the whole bottle. Responsible <laughs> drinker. <laughs> huh? It is. Well, what did you... Did you get something for yourself? Yeah, I got myself too. Oh, the Limerita or whatever? No, the The teas? Oh, okay, cool. I love you. You're very cute. I love you too. You have a huge cock. I have not seen that, but I believe it is. Ten inches. I know, you're very I didn't need to... Well, yeah, but this is the thing. We don't even really do much anal anymore. 
Last time I tried, it actually hurt, and I was like, let's just do everything else. Because it, like, that's... I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like playing with it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I know, I know. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, we are... You want me to do this? I'll do We're reading time. Dracula. We're and last time on Dracula... Um... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna staple your fucking eyes shut, Mina. I'll fucking cut your balls off. You don't have any no, balls. No, that is I will, not what happened. I will, oh, okay. Well, one guy tried like to marry. There was a funeral, and something's happening with Lucy, and mm. and we're there starting newspaper. Oh, the newspaper yeah. article describing the shipmate uh, who lasted the entire storm by staying on as the by by tying himself to the. To the um, what tiller, it, the, yeah, um, and they, they, it came. It came to pass that they came. He came into the the thing, and a wolf jumped off the 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 boat onto the thing, and nobody nobody wanted to go near it. And then this guy kicked another yeah. dog. I don't know why. Yeah, and then the old, the old man died. Yeah, there's all this all the people on that ship died, but Dracula got out, and Mina and everybody yeah. watched the procession for this. Uh, and we met Renfield, and there's now we're on chapter eight. Chapter eight. Me, there you go. Now, what am I reading? The women's voices, or are you? Yes, Mina Murray's Mina Murray's journal, chapter eight. Mina Murray's journal, chapter eight. I like the other voice better. Sunday, eleven o'clock p.m. It's the oh, same day, eleven o'clock p.m. Oh, but I am tired. If it were not that I had made my diary a duty, I should not open it tonight. We had a lovely walk, Lucy. After a while. Wasn't gay spirits owing, I and think. And started to lickety-split me. Mmm. <laughs> hey, I came on the boat, too, and Hi. I'm going to send you a fucking... Hi, I'm sure. You know what this is? It's a very, a very simple device. It's a cow tongue attached to a hand drill. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> and you go like this. You don't have any mechanical uh, noises, so I go. Ah, <laughs> this is shy. If you're constipated, I, it works to stick it in your buttholes. <laughs> I've I've glued I've crazy glued a lamb's tongue to a to a rotary saw blade. <laughs> oh my god! I just farted. It smells so bad. Oh my god! It is quite. I I don't know why. My farts are so bad lately. Like, I, I teared up in the car the other day. <laughs> because it was so bad? It was so sharp. It had butane. Oh. It, had, it must have had butane in it. That's impossible, <laughs> unless you, were, you ate a lighter. Wait, so it's, it's methane, ethane, propane, butane. That's a four-carbon a four chain. <laughs> I mean, like, what? I don't know any animal that gives that off. No, there isn't one. <laughs> except for humans. Except for me, yeah, apparently. Except for you, oh except my, for you. Oh, my God. It, well, it would have to be slightly cold, so it wouldn't be in my intestines. Because it, it has a... It, it's Yeah, it needs to be under either under pressure or slightly cold to be kept. So it would... Okay. I, but it smelled like butane. Definitely. Okay, fine. She was in gay spirits. Lucy, after a while, was in gay spirits, owing, I think, to some dear cows <laughs> who came nosing towards us in a field close to a li the lighthouse, a frightened <laughs> and frightened the wits out of us. I with knives. I mean, <laughs> excuse me. We're the cows. We're the cows. Get off our field. Street cows. <laughs> Get Fuck off. Our fucking field. I will chew on your fucking feet. Let's hold her down and milk her, boys. <laughs> I'm sorry, girls. They're cows, not bulls. 
Yeah. And a bunch of, it's just a bunch, yeah. <laughs> Hold it down, girls! <laughs> A cow, I probably if it had the if it had the you know the inkling to do so, it would probably it could probably hurt a human with its bite. Um, it would probably hurt. It's a strong jaw. What you would think, chewing all that that. Uh, it's a strong jaw, but you know who's more dangerous? A horse. Who the horse can take a chunk out of you. Mm. I had a camel spit in my eye once. The teacher told me I was fine too. I'm like, no, it's just like literally spit this. Oh god, I'm god. Well, I was at I camel was, herpes or something. Roger Williams Zoo is one of the largest zoos on uh, in in the Northeast, and uh, they, they I would go that we would go there pretty often uh, for field trips and for our parents just bringing this. Actually, late late it's it's actually a really shitty zoo. But anyway, they had a camel, and I was with my class, and I was just looking up at this camel, like, licking its blue tongue all over the place. And all of a sudden, it was just like, and and in my eye, I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, am I a shitty kid or something? (laughs) What's wrong with me? (laughs) Like, why? What did I do to deserve that? And she, the teacher walked up and she's like scooping it off my eye and going splat and throwing it on the, she's like, take it to the bathroom. You'll be okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and she was right. Uh, yeah, but like st- the, yeah, but I was tagged by a cow is... at the age of four. I mean, a, a space cow. <laughs> a a space cow at the age of five as a bad kid or something. Oh, I believe we. I believe we forgot everything except, of course, uh, personal fear, and it seemed to wipe the slate clean and give us a fresh start. We had a capital, severe tea at Rab- Robin's Bay, in a sweet little old-fashioned inn. With a what bow the hell window. is severe tea? Severe tea. Uh, for a second, I thought I read it wrong, but I'm like, no, it's it's this it tea. It says severe tea. This tea. It's I don't. What's why? Why would it be severe? I don't know. It must I, be tea with whiskey in it. It's got tuolene in it. There you go. It, that's on my mind because of the goddamn class that I'm taking right now. So that's okay. an aromatic compound with one methyl additive on it. It's it smells. We've read four like modeling sentences. glue. <laughs> It, you know the smell of modeling glue? Yes. That's exactly what it fucking smells like. I love it. <laughs> you, I, you know what? I really do love, I love, like, like compounds like that. I love smelling gasoline. I don't. And butane. Gas, yes. I, I like the smell of gas. Yeah, sure. And farts. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Come on. You fart. I mean, even if my, my farts are horrible, I'm like, that was, uh, that was baked fresh. Just for myself, uh. <laughs> because I'm a bad kid. Okay, I can just, I, I should just read it, and I can't read it in my regular voice. It, it's just not right. Uh, the bow window right over the seaweed-covered rocks of the strand. I believe we should have shocked the new Roman with our appetites. New women or new woman? New okay. uh, whatever. They're new Romans. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. What? <laughs> Because they're new Romans. Hey, what do you know? I'm a Roman. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey. <laughs> Men are more tolerant. Uh... Bless them. Then we walked home with some, or rather many, stoppages rest. And with our hearts full of constant dread of wild bulls. Okay, so they weren't cows. They were bulls. Well, like a, yeah. a cow is a bull, but not, the, I mean, the uh, right? You can still call a bull a cow. A bull is a cow. Okay, all right. Lucy was really tired, and we intended to creep off bed as soon as uh, off to bed as soon as we could. Uh huh. The young curate came in. However, Mrs. Westerna asked him to stay for supper. Lucy and I had both. Uh, uh, Lucy and I both 
a fight for it. That's what it says. Had both a fight for it with the Dusty Miller. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, that could be anything. Um, what's the dust with the Dusty Miller? Is it the like the Miller who like the person who like works in a mill? Like I think it's role play. Just go, keep going. <laughs> you put your legs in the air, and I'll, and be, I'll the be the man. Dusty Miller. I'll be the Dusty Miller. <laughs> And then you shit on this plate, and then you eat it, and we'll see what happens. Do you know that we need to wipe this on the baby's face when it's born? For no- <laughs> Just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> I think the same day bishops must get together and see. First thing we do to the baby when it's born is a dirty Sanchez. Oh. <laughs> it's a dirty fucking Sanchez. I know it was a hard fight on my part, and I am quite heroic. I think that someday the bishops must get together and see the breeding up a new class of curates who don't take the supper no matter how hard they be they may be pressed to and who will know when girls are tired. Lucy is asleep and breathing softly. She has more color in her cheeks than usual and looks oh so sweet. If Mr. Holland fell in love with her seeing after seeing her in the drawing room, I wonder what he would say if he saw her now. Some of the new women writers will someday uh, start an idea that men and women should be allowed to see each other asleep before prospecting or accepting. Oh, goodness. How dare they? But I suppose the new women won't condescend in the future to accept. She will do the proposing herself, and a nice job she will make of it, too. There's some consolation in that. I am so happy tonight because dear Lucy seems better. I really believe she has turned the corner and that we are over her troubles with dreaming. I should quite I should be quite happy if only jo- if only I knew if Jonathan God bless him and keep him. 11 August diary again. No sleep now so I may as well write. I am too agitated to sleep. We have had such an adventure, such an agonizing experience. I fell asleep as soon as I closed my diary. Suddenly I became broad awake and sat up with a horrible sense of fear upon me and of some feeling of emptiness around me. The room was dark, so I could not see Lucy's bed. I stole across her and felt for her. I stole across and felt... I stole across her. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember what the cows did the other day? Well, I want to do that tonight. With my <laughs> I, teeth. I want to milk bag you. I know you're lactating. Ew. <laughs> I've always wanted to try breast milk. I mean, ba, 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 ba. But it, that's the milk you're actually kind of supposed to drink, though. As a baby. I, do you know what? They say that the longer you breastfeed... The, uh, the more intelligent the child is. I just, That's not I just true because I wasn't, my mother was such a bitch she never breastfed me. I made that up. I know. She, 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 fed, you, she fed you formula but then fed it fed formula you double. Formula shakes no, 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 is not, what not she just, gave me. Not just formula shakes but double formula shakes. That's right. She was like, here, I don't care how you look when you go to school. I want <laughs> you to get made fun of. The door was shut but not <sighs> locked as I had left it. I feared to wake her mother. Who has been more than usually... They they are sleeping in the be, the same bed all the time, huh? Yeah. More than usually ill lately. So threw on some clothes and got back, uh, got ready to look for her. As I was leaving the room, it struck me that the clothes she wore might give me some, some clue to her dreaming intention. Oh, yes, I wore the crotchless panties. <laughs> Just, <laughs> come on. I found her SS uniform. I didn't know what that meant. The assless ones... <laughs> dressing gown would meet house 
dress outside. Dressing gown and dress were both in their places. Thank God, I said to myself. She cannot be far. She is only in her nightdress. I ran downstairs and looked in the sitting room. Not there. Then I looked in all the other rooms of the house. With an ever-growing fear chilling my heart, finally I came to the hall door and found it open. It was not wide open, but the catch of the lock had not caught. The people of the house are careful to lock the door every night, so I feared that Lucy must have gone out as she was. With her, In her nightdress! With her crotchless panties. Oh, shit, I just spilled wine all over myself. You don't have a problem. Anyway, so... No, it's because I was trying to avoid the microphone. Uh, okay. This is actually a pretty expensive microphone. I remember... I had money left over from one of my student loans, and I had purchased all my books, and I was and I was told that you can spend it on other things, or you can just okay. pay back your loan. And I was like, mm-hmm. I need a new microphone, and I bought this thing, oh. and it was two hundred something dollars. Yowza! Well, the awful part about it was I didn't know that it was actually a, a MIDI mic. Yeah. Um, it, I thought it would plug in USB, but yeah. instead it actually plugs in. Um, uh, I forgot what it's called, a three-prong. Well, anyway, and not only that, yeah. but that won't plug into the computer, so I needed a receiver. So I ended up spending 400 dollars total. And, I mean, Dude. It, well, this is what I've recorded all of my YouTube videos and this no, on for true. years and years. Um, and the closer I am to the mic and the louder I turn up the volume, the more it sounds I'm, ac- I'm actually in the room with Jason. <laughs> yeah. Which is something I didn't figure out for quite a long time. That's true. Sometimes it sounded like you were up in the rafters. Hello! Hold on a second, Jason. I'm a fucking bat. I'm a <laughs> I'm a man who does things with bats. I'm a I'm a professional who deals with. I'm I'm doing everything I can not to I'm not to call myself. That, I can't want to infringe on copyright. So what? What? <laughs> you don't want to call yourself Batman? Oh 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 no. <laughs> yeah yeah that Batman. Ah. Come on, we gotta find out what happened to Lucy. As I was leaving the room, it struck me. Oh no, I'm sorry. I ran downstairs and looked in the sitting room. Not there. Then I looked in the. We already read that. I'm still reading. Excuse me. Shut up. Found the door open. Finally, I came to the hall door and found it open. It was not wide open, but the catch of the lock had not caught. The people of the house are careful to lock the door every night, so I feared that Lucy must have gone out as she was. There was no time to think of what might happen. A vague, overmastering fear of, uh, overmastering? That's interesting. Obscured all details. I took a big, heavy shawl and ran out. The clock was striking one as I was at the crescent, and there was not a soul in sight. I ran along the north terrace, but I could see no sign of the white furniture, which I had expected. Figure. <clears throat> I don't care. At the edge of the... Furniture! <laughs> the sight of the white furniture that I expected. White furniture, where are you? <laughs> at the edge of the west cliff above the pier, I looked across the harbor onto the east cliff, in the hope and fear, I don't know which, of seeing Lucy in uh, our favorite sea. There was a bright full moon with heavy black driving clouds, which threw the whole scene into a fleeing diorama of light. Oh, this is the scene, is it not? Yeah. This is the, oh, oh, fuck me, Wookiee. <laughs> fuck me, Wookiee. The famous fuck me, Wookiee scene from Dracula. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if he just started talking like a human if he was having sex and all of a sudden he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I want to stay inside of you forever. 
Oh my god. Please stop wrecking Chewbacca for me. <laughs> oh, how does it feel? I'm bumping your fucking clit. Okay, can we keep going? I, I like, and oh, alright. At the edge what? of, okay. Um, no, 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 no. There was a bright full moon with heavy black driving clouds, which threw the whole scene into a fleeing diorama of light in the shade as they sailed across. For a moment or two, I could see nothing as the shadow obscured St. Mary's Church and all around it. Then as the cloud passed, I could see the ruins of the abbey coming into view. And as the edge of a narrow band of light as sharp as a sword cut moved along, the church and the churchyard became gradually visible. Whatever my expectation was, it was not I was not disappointed. On our favorite seat, the silver light of the moon struck half-reclining figure, snowy white. The coming of the cloud was too quick for me to see much, for shadow shut down on light almost immediately. <clears throat> but it seemed to me as though something dark stood behind the seat. The white figure shone and bent over it. <clears throat> what it was, whether man or beast, I could not tell. I did not wait to catch another glance, but threw down the steep steps of the pier along with along the fish market to the bridge which was the only way to reach the east cliff the town seemed the town seemed as dead for not a soul did i see the re, uh, i rejoiced that it was uh, that it was so for i wanted no witness of poor lucy's condition the time and distance seemed endless my knees trembled and my breath and labor uh, my breath came labored as i toiled at the end of endless steps to the alley i must have gone fast and yet it seemed to me as my feet were weighted with lead. As though, did they have lead back then? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's what they used to make all the water pipes out of. I know, and they used to fill their faces with it too. Mm -hmm. And as though every joint in my body were rusty. When I got almost to the top, I could see the seat and the white figure, for I was close now enough to distinguish it, even though the spells, the, through, even through the spells of shadow. There was undoubtedly something long and black bending over the half-reclining white figure. Uh, I Give me those boobies. <laughs> you know that Chewbacca has like almost breast-like structures under there. You know that, right? He's got like long, long, like, 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 like infant-chewed nipples. Like, <laughs> oh my god why and he's gonna why? die in the next movie probably stop it he is gonna... that has actually been part of the book canon for a long time he dies to save uh han han solo's children when they're children in the, in the novels so i think that that is an element that is going to be in the next story no keep reading you stop it stop your filthy lies that, but that's true though it's not true he's gonna die and uh, darth maul is going to fuck um uh, uh jar jar binks in the mouth with a lightsaber <laughs> um yay <laughs> but he's gonna live because he's also a darth sith lord can he's we gonna, please he's gonna be like we still like that and then he's gonna be like no. Boom. You saw underestimate my powers. <laughs> we still gonna have a lightsaber fight. <laughs> uh, she was. Uh, where am I? She was quite a. Oh wait. Um, hold on. I don't know where we are. Um, what it was, man or beast, I could not tell. I did not wait to catch another glance, but flew down the steep steps of the pier along by the fish market to the bridge, which was... Okay, yeah, we read that. Okay. Um, I must have gone fast, and yet it seemed as if my feet were weighted with Long lead. Long and black, bending over the half-reclining white figure. I called in fright. When I almost... Lucy! When I... God damn it. I called in fright, Lucy, Lucy, 
and something raised a head. And from there, uh, it was I could see, where I was, I could see the, a white face and red gleaming eyes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Lucy did not answer. And when I ran to the entrance, uh, when I ran to the entrance of the churchyard, as I entered, the church was <laughs> between me and the seat. And for a minute or so, I lost sight of her. When I came into view again, the cloud had passed, and the moonlight struck so brilliantly that I could see Lucy half reclining with her head lying back over the seat. She was quite alone. There was not the sign of any living thing about. When I bent over her, I could see that she was still asleep. He's he's a ghost fucking her, right? Like he 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 didn't just leave. He did he like he's like I you can't you can't see me. <laughs> oh, he's turning her into one of his brides. I know, but he's still there, even though Lucy me, maybe Lucy can't. I mean, Mina can't see her. Yeah. Okay. Her lips were parted, and she was breathing not softly as usual with her, but in long, heavy gasps. Ah, 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 uh-huh. ah. Anyway, heavy gasps as though striving to get her lungs full at every breath. As I came close, she put up her hand in sleep and pulled the collar of her nightdress close around her, as though she felt the cold. I flung the warm shawl over her and drew the edges of the tight, uh, tight around her neck, for I dreaded lest she... Why do I have to yawn? Why? Because you're drinking wine, buddy boy, and you're reading. Yeah, but I'm not actually tired right now. Hold on. Yeah, you get some more of that literary juice. I know the cure. In order, I gotta, in order to like, stay awake, I gotta drink. Dude, it's the weekend, and I have the weekend off. Stop, stop judging. I know. Me. I can see your judging eyes. I'm not judging this you. This is not like before when it was like every week. I'm like, excuse me, I just, <laughs> I, I got wine for tonight. I'm gonna sit. Baby, baby, this isn't like last time. No, I'm sorry. I'll never hit you again. I promise. <laughs> At least not with the toast. <laughs> promise, not with the toast. Can we have sex now? Why not? <laughs> but you're so warm. <laughs> but you're so warm. I did. You know what? Once I did have a. I did have. You hit somebody. No. Okay, so I had gone to the beach on a date, right? But it was like not. It wasn't intended. The beach was there. We wanted to go. The sun was setting. You know, there were waves and stuff like that, and we got soaked. Right, mm-hmm. we're goofing around, playing around in the water, and then we had a ways to drive to get home. Right, mm-hmm. and my car did not have a terribly good heater. It did not. It was a, it was a, a Volkswagen Bug. Oh man! And the heater, mm-hmm. the heater wasn't great. It was always on, but it wasn't great. What color was it? Red. Nice. It was, fr- it was freezing. Right. She was freezing. I was okay. She was freezing. And so I finally said, we're going to pull over. We're going to try to get your clothes as dry as possible. We're going to try to get you warm because she was miserable, right? Okay. Pull over. There's a restaurant there. She goes in. Thankfully, they had one of those push-button dryer thingies. <laughs> and so it was a single occupancy. You can lock we the door. We don't have one of those, but you can put it in the microwave if you want. Yeah, got her, got, you know, got her uh, some coffee to go, got myself some coffee to go. I was okay. I was soaked, but I mean, I was, I was okay. I wasn't like dripping or anything like that. She managed to wring out a lot of the water from her clothes, got back in the car, driving along. She's still freezing, right? Still freezing. And so she said, can we stop? Do you pull over? It's, it's freezing cold. It's highway one. Okay. It's nighttime. So there's plenty of places to pull over, pull over. There's these tall pine trees, everything. And I'm like, get in the back seat and I'll put, <coughs> I had a long, well, like isn't a really the engine long in the back seat. 
In the back, I mean. Huh? Isn't the engine? Yeah, it's in the back. So she would, she would probably be warmer being closer there. Yeah, I mean. so I just put my legs up as best I can on the back seat. She curled up and got underneath the underneath the, the coat with <coughs> me. And she was, like, freezing. And then we proceeded to start having sex. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And so we have sex. I drop her off. Why do you and she have like, so I, many awesome stories like this? I was, because I'm old. And I'm a slightly different generation than you. So, different things. And you, you were know. raised differently than me, I guess. And I'm a man whore. Anyway, I, you know what? I am so... slowly becoming a whore. I am. I am. How? You're in a committed relationship. We've actually had two more threesomes. Oh, okay. We can tell you about that some other time. Because <laughs> we we decided to read this, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe we should do it. No. But I mean, no. like, it was after that. Like the next. I've day, now had like ten a, partners. I, That's yeah. That, to me, is a number I never thought I would reach. She admitted to me that she wasn't intending on having sex because <coughs> she was just so fucking cold. And she wanted to get... She felt that that would probably be the best way to warm up. Yeah, but right after sex, you begin to give off heat like crazy so that you'll cuddle. That you, you have a... Oh, what's the cuddle hormone? You start to give it off afterwards so that you, uh, so that the you, the two of you will fucking cuddle. It's it. I forgot what it's called now because I uh-huh. drank a, just a, look at. I drank one glass and I've forgotten my <laughs> education. Thanks. You know Way who's to go. gonna put it in the comments though? I'm sure cuddle hormone is gonna be on one of your tests. No, no, no. But microblogginism will. Yeah. will be like, I don't know exactly what it is. Hold on a sec. And then he writes it down, and I'm like, ah, that's that's the fuckface word. God damn it. Ah, all right. Um, where are we? Lucy, Lucy, and then, um, do, 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 do. um, as I came, I feared to wake her at all. Uh, no, no, no. I, I as I came close, she put up her hand in her sleep and pulled at her collar of her uh, nightdress around close around her as though she still felt cold. I flung the warm shawl over her and drew the edges tight around her neck, for I dreaded lest she could do some deadly chill for the night air unclad as she was. I feared to wake her all at once in order to have my hands free to help her. I fastened the shawl at her throat with a big safety pin. She just that I she conjured just, out of the yeah, air. I conjured. <laughs> we women keep safety pins in our vaginas. Our coin purses. <coughs> our lady purse. But I must have been clumsy in my anxiety and pinched or pricked with her with it. For by and by, when her breathing became quieter, she put her hand to her throat again and moaned. Uh, when I carefully wrapped up, I put my shoes on her feet and then began to very gently wake her with the smell of my vagina. Stop. I put it in. Why? Why am I stopping? I just That's rub, the I whole just thing. I, just, I just I put my fa- my fucking jean on her fucking nose, and I was like, mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, this again. And then I was like, you forget about that vampire now. I know how nice it she is. She doesn't know it's a vampire. You know, you know how nice it is to be filled up with cock, but uh, remember. <sighs> You're mine. Forever. <laughs> You're mine forever. Until I marry Jonathan. And then we can share his cock. <laughs> now let's kill let's kill Arthur Holmwood. Right now. You don't need him. Wait, is that me? Is that is that who I am, Arthur Holmwood? No. No. Who, what's my name? I don't even know. Quincy. Quincy. Oh, alright. I will stipple your fucking eyelids shut. And you can't look at any other men because you're mine. Can we can we go, please? <coughs> you know, you could read. Uh, I could, but you chose to go first. Yeah, but the the whole chapter is Lucy. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Is the whole chapter Lucy? Is it? Exciting podcasting. You know, you always say shit like that, but this is the thing. <laughs> at, the, at the bare minimum, 250 people listen to us every week. I know. I know. That's a, that's a, that's a high school play auditorium. Yeah, I know. And they're like, I know. They're like this. 
Keep up that good work. They literally do. Keep, keep talking about sucking the balls. <laughs> oh, Jason, don't diverge me. I, you know, I've only had one glass. Of <laughs> divert you or divert you? It would still be the same thing, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. If someone, if a cop pulled you over right now and they said, "Okay, I want you to follow these balls just with your eyes," well, like when he literally <laughs> have his testicles at, like hanging out of his, yeah, oh, you know what? That'd be that'd be kind of hot with his gun and his uh-huh. balls and everything. <laughs> Depends on the cop. Um, no, I like. I, I think I've already explained this. I mean, it, unless they're, unless they are slovenly gross, I'm not. I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to find them entirely unattractive. There's still a sparkle that has to happen, but I, to have sex, but you know, big bellies, Got it. small bellies, little skinny twinks. It's all nice. Uh, Lucy <sighs> awakes. I shook her more forcibly. Okay. Till finally, she opened her eyes and awoke. She did not seem surprised to see me, as of course. She did not realize all at once where she was. Lucy always wakes prettily, and even at such a time when her body must have been chilled with cold and her mind somewhat appalled at waking unclad in a churchyard at night, she did not lose her grace. She trembled a little and clung to me. When I told her to come at once with me home, she rose without a word, with the obedience of a child. As we passed along the gravel hurt <coughs> feet, and Lucy noticed me wince, she stopped and wanted to insist upon my taking my shoes, but I would not. However, when we got to the pathway outside the churchyard, where there was a puddle of water remaining from the storm, I daubed my feet with mud, using each foot in turn on the other, so that as we went home, no one, in case we should meet anyone, would notice that my feet were bare. And they would start masturbating if they saw bare feet. I mean, men are, men are animals. Oh, excuse me, madam. Hold on a second. And then he's, he's like leaning down with his monocle and he's like, oh, and then he pulls oh, his dear. cock out. He's like, oh, that didn't take very long. Thank you very much, madam. No, when I was in India subjugating the wogs, uh, there was a lady that masturbated me with her feet. I'm wondering if you could do the same thing. Who was your lady friend at once? I'm a <laughs> okay, you've just become a bunch of flapping noises at this point. It's <laughs> a very talented thing I do when I'm drunk. Good night, Captain Jowls. Goodbye, Wookie. <laughs> Fortune favored us, and we got home without meeting a soul. Once we saw a man who seemed not quite sober passing along a street in front of us. But we hid in a door till he had disappeared. It disappeared up an opening such as there are here. Steep little clo- closes, or winds as they call them in Scotland. My heart beat so loud all the time that sometimes I thought I should faint. I was filled with anxiety about Lucy, not <coughs> only for her health, lest she should suffer from the exposure, but for her reputation in case the story should get wind. When we got in, and had washed our feet, and had said a prayer of thankfulness together, I tucked her into bed. Before falling asleep, she asked me, even implored me, not to say a word to anyone, even her mother, about her sleepwalking adventure. I hesitated at first, promise, but on thinking of the state of her mother's health, and how the knowledge of such a thing would fret her, and thinking, too, of how such a story might become distorted, nay, infallibly would, in case it should leak out, I thought it wiser to do so. I hope I did right. I have locked the door, and the key is tied to my wrist, so perhaps I shall not shall, shall not be again disturbed. Lucy is sleeping soundly. The reflex of the dawn is high, and far over the sea. Dot, 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 Same dot. day noon. All goes well. Lucy slept well till I spoke to her and seemed not to have changed her side. 
The adventure. Woke her. Huh? Until I woke her. That's what it says. It says. You said spoke to her. No, it said, uh, oh, until I, whatever. Fuck it. Okay. The adventure of the night. Does Why are you correcting me? Don't do that. <laughs> You're hurting my feeling. How? You said the word wrong. I don't. Uh, okay. You substituted a completely different word. Swoke. <laughs> you said spoke to me. The adventure of the night does not seem to have harmed her. On the contrary, it has it has benefited her, for she looks better this morning than she has for weeks. I was sorry to notice that my clumsiness with the safety pin hurt her. That's not what happened, honey. I must have pinched a piece of loose skin and have transfixed it. There are two little red points like pinpricks on the band of her nightdress was a drop of blood. When I apologized and was, was concerned about it, she laughed and patted me. She said she did not even feel it. Fortunately, I cannot leave a scar and as, it was, as it is so tiny. Same day, night, we passed a happy day. The air was clear, the sun bright, and there was a cool breeze. We took our lunch to Mulgrave Woods. Miss Westerna driving by the road and Lucy and I walking by the cliff patch and joining at her gate. See, I'm doing well right now, Jason, because this is actually you, you how said, I used to... This, no, shut you, up, you. I don't care. You said cliff patch. <laughs> where, where, what, what is it? I don't know what a cliff patch is. Where does it is. say that? Where, where does it... <laughs> I was walking by the cliff path. Oh, I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> I felt a little... I wonder how many words I fucked up in my YouTube videos because I would get drunk. From. You didn't because you were meticulous on those. Yeah, I know, but I was drunk when I read them. Were you really? Yeah. I admitted this on the podcast. Oh. Like, I, I would st- like I would go and I'd do my fuck, 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 fuck and get angry, and then I would go buy alcohol. And then once I... Yeah. But the thing is, once I drink, my voice not only sounds more buttery... But it also, uh-huh. it also, I can do, I, can, I felt a little sad myself, for I could not feel how absolutely happy it would have been to have had Jonathan been with me. Like, I, I mean, even if the, the word's wrong, like, it's still coming yeah. out smooth as, smooth yeah. as crap. As a buttered baby. As crap Got that's it. been eaten three times. Yeah, it's like you ate a pound of butter, and then you took that poop from the pound of butter and ate it again. I don't think you could do that. Your liver, you sure go through your liver first. It wouldn't be would butter it? on the other side. Well, I mean, if you ate a shit ton of it, I'm sure, but nothing with the exception of apparently celery and mushroom for mushrooms. Well, oh for no, you. I'm sorry. Well, there's milk, and there's milk solids in it that, and and stuff like that, and a little bit of oil. Yeah. But for the most part, it's fucking fat, and your body's gonna go. All yeah. right, I'm just gonna dump this in the liver, you idiot, for eating a stick of butter, and then <laughs> I'm gonna store it on your ass. That's what I'm gonna do. Uh huh. And then later we'll convert it into sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes, in case you decide to exercise, show off that sexy body. Uh, <laughs> Is this your liver still talking? <laughs> yes, I'm the liver. I'm a little intoxicated. Why do you keep drinking? I hurt. I hurt when you do no, it. Why? No, you know what? This is me talking because it's been so long since you started to do, do, treated me to some alcohol. Which organ is this? <laughs> is this still the liver? The liver, because this is the thing. Atticus has been so nice to his liver that his body has taken off so much fat, and I miss all that liquor. Hi, this is the stomach, and he's put some questionable things in me. Come. <laughs> A lot of that. Toenails. Ah. <laughs> uh, Fingernails. Both. <laughs> Other man's How did he cum. do both? <laughs> <laughs> he's yesterday. He said he literally has licked other men's buttholes. Yesterday, at one swallow, toenails, 
a Lego brick come <laughs> three Cheerios and about five mouthfuls of wine. No, I haven't drank in three weeks. Oh, good for you. No, and before that, it was like months. Like months before that. Like, yeah, that's true. Because I, want, I like having abs. I like seeing them in the mirror. I touch them. I felt a little sad myself. <laughs> for I could not feel how absolutely happy it would have had, would have been had Jonathan been with me. But there, I must only be patient. In the evening, we strolled in the casino terrace and heard some good music by Spore and Mackenzie and went to bed early. Lucy now, seems really? more restful Mackenzie is been... a name that has existed for that long? It's not... Yeah, what are you talking about? This is a Scottish name. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I just think of it as a as a name. It's, it's like when people name their daughter McKaylin. Or whatever, because they can't stand old names. They think, I'm, I'm drinking my latte and choosing my daughter's name. It's McKaylin. Oh, Mackenzie's used to be a last name, and then that's... And right. then it's, Le- it's been McKaylin around for a while. and Mackenzie. I mean, how long do you think... Now, you don't have to say it, but how long do you think your real last name has been around? Oh, God, no. I know for I know for a fact it's at least a, at least a thousand years. Yeah, mine too. So... Yeah. Mackenzie's been around for as long as there's been Scots. Okay. All right. Um, Lucy seems more restful than she has been for some time and fell asleep at once. I shall lock the door and secure the key the same as before, though I do not expect any trouble tonight. Jason hears the glugging and he's like, what yeah. the fuck? My expectations were wrong, for twice during the night I was wakened by Lucy trying to get out. She Let seemed me out, you asleep. bitch! I want to go Come have on, sex uh, with ugly vampire! I have to go out and he needs to suck on my neck juice! Uh, Come on, you fucking bitch. <laughs> He's my boyfriend now. And you you could be joining us right now, but you're such a prude. She seemed, even in her sleep, to be a little impatient at finding the door shut and went back to bed under a sort of protest. I woke with the dawn and heard the birds chirping outside of the window. Lucy woke too, and, I was glad to see, was even better than on our previous morning. All her old gaiety of manner seemed to have come back, and she came and snuggled in beside me and told me all about Arthur. I told her how anxious I was about Jonathan, and then she tried to comfort me by licking my nipples. He goes like this. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're really starting to sound like a yodeler who's had a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) That's what What? a wookie sounds like. That's true. Well, she succeeded somewhat, for though sympathy can't alter facts, it can help make them more bearable. Sympathy can alter facts. Totally can. Another August 13th, another quiet day, and to bed with the key on on my wrist before, as before. Again, I woke and found Lucy sitting up in the bed. And another thing, she got up and she went bang, bang on the door. Ah, so sleep pointing out of the window. I got up quietly and, pulling aside the blind, looked out. It was brilliantly moonlight, and the soft effect of the light over the the sea and the sky merged together in one great silent mystery, as beautiful beyond words. And then a cow jumped over the moon, and people made love in ways that neither poetry nor pornography could contrive. Oh, God. Between me and the moonlight fitted uh, the great bat. He had hazel spheres in his skull. Ah. Stolen between me and the moonlight. Fitted the Flitted great. a great bat. Coming and coming going. And, Wait, yeah, we should, let's go. do it together. Let's do it in unison. 
Okay, coming. Uh, and coming. <laughs> coming and going in great and Going in so. great whirling circles. Once or Once twice. Or twice. It came, it came close. close. But was, but was, I suppose, I, <laughs> frightened Jesus of seeing Christ. me. And I flitted away across the harbor towards the abbey. When I came back from the window, Lucy had lain down again and was sleeping peacefully. She did not stir again all night. 14 August. 14 August. August. Uh, on the East Cliff, reading and writing all day, Lucy seems to have become as much in love with the spot as I am, and it is hard to get her away from it when it is time to come home for lunch or tea or dinner or to take a dump. Just do some of the normal human things, Lucy. This afternoon she made a funny remark. I fed her a plate of we were, shit as revenge. We were, <laughs> we were coming home for dinner and had come to the top of the steps from the West Pier and stopped to look at the view, as we generally do. The setting sun low down in the sky was just dropping behind the kettleness. The red light was thrown over the east cliff and the old abbey, and seemed to bathe everything in beautiful rosy glow. We were silent for a while, and then suddenly Lucy murmured as if to herself, His red eyes again! They are just the same! It was an odd expression coming apropos of nothing that it quite startled me. I slewed around a little so as to see Lucy well without seeming to stare at her and saw that she was in a half-dreamy state with an odd look on her face that I could not quite make out, so I said nothing but followed her eyes. She appeared to be looking over at our own seat whereon was a dark figure seated alone. I was a little startled myself for it seemed for an instant as if the stranger had great eyes like burning flames. Excuse me, my name but is Kylo Ren. This spelled the illusion. The red sunlight was shining on the windows of St. Mary's Church beyond our seat, and as the sun dipped, there was just a, there was just sufficient change in the refraction and reflection to make it appear as if the light moved. I called Lucy's attention to the peculiar effect, and she <coughs> became herself with a start, but she looked sad all the same. It may have been that she was thinking of that terrible night up there. We never refer to it. So I said nothing. Where we found the we went home to dinner. Split. Lucy had a headache and went to bed early. I saw her asleep and went out for a little stroll myself. I walked along the cliffs to the westward and was full of sweet sadness for I was thinking about Jonathan. When coming home, it was then bright moonlight. So bright that, though the front of our part of the crescent was in the shadow, everything could be well seen. I threw a glance up at our window and saw Lucy head... Lucy's head leaning out. I thought that perhaps she was looking out for me, so I opened my handkerchief and waved it. She did not notice or make any movement whatever. Just then, the moonlight crept round an angle of the building, and the light fell to the side of the window sill, and her eye... What? what? Wait. To the window. There distinctly was Lucy with her head lying up against the side of the window sill, and her eyes shut. She was fast asleep, and by her, seated on the window sill was something that looked like a good-sized bird. But I was afraid she might get a chill. <laughs> so I ran upstairs. But as I came into the room, she was moving back to her bed, fast asleep and breathing heavily. She was holding her hand to her throat as though to protect it from the cold. I did not wake her, but tucked her up warmly. I have taken care that the door is locked and the window securely fastened. She looks so sweet. Sweet. She has... As she sleeps. She, But she is paler than is her want. And... There that is says a drawn, want. W-O-N-T. Mm -hmm. Want. Does it mean the same thing? I don't know. Okay. And her eyes, which I do not like. I fear she is fretting about something. I wish I could find out what it is. 15. August. Rose later than usual. Lucy was languid and tired. What? You were about to correct me. No? Oh, no. okay. You're like, Lucy was languid and tired. 
and slipped on after we had been called. We had a happy surprise at breakfast. Arthur's father is better and wants the marriage to come off soon. Lucy is full of quiet joy and her mother is glad and sorry at once. Later on in the day, she told me the cause. She is grieved to lose Lucy as her very own, but she is rejoiced that she is soon to have someone to protect her. Poor dear, sweet lady. She confided in me that she has uh, got her death warrant. She has not told Lucy and made promise secrecy. Her doctor told her that within a few months, at most, she must die, for her heart is weakening. At any time, even now, a sudden shock would almost surely kill her. Give her the lickety split. Excuse me while I come in. I'm a doctor, too. Hi, my name is Shaq, and I'm a doctor of Dracula diseases. Ah, we were wise to keep her from the affair of the dreadful night of Lucy's sleepwalking. That's right, because if she found out that her daughter went out and showed men off her feet, she would probably die. Hi, I'm Shaq. <laughs> I'm here to say, no, before I made the lickety split, no woman, no one would touch my butthole. Here, all you have to <laughs> do it. is pour just a little bit of water. No one would touch my butthole. I'm Shaq. You got to well, hook no it up to a car hole. battery, and it will lick, lick, lick you to pleasure. <laughs> I can just imagine him sitting on it. Oh, God. Oh, my fucking Christ. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> God, stop. <laughs> I was a grown man before a woman would touch my prostate. <laughs> Cow tongues. I don't Cow- want that to happen to you. Cow tongues are fucking huge. Have you uh, ever seen one, a, a, a cow tongue that's been taken out I've of the cow? I've cooked them. I've I've skinned them. It's like as big as a them. fucking steak. It's a huge. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a big piece of meat. Is it good? I never tasted it. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Is it tough? No, it's uh, depending on you have to cook it. Like you have to cook it like a like, like a you steak? have to cook it good. Do you? Pa- I make them for tacos. Do you pound it? No, no, no. You don't soften the meat first and then add a little. You soften the meat by cooking it for a long time. Oh, because if you soften steak for a long ass time, it just becomes dry and hard. What do you do? Put a little bit of water no, no, in the no. bottom of it. You if you if you cook it in. So I make it for tacos. So it, it cooks you make with some fat cow and juices and tacos. Yes, I want one. Taco de lingua. Uh, uh, you'll see them in, in good Mexican restaurants. They out don't there. have them out here. Uh, we I'm don't sorry. have good Mexicans out here. <laughs> well, we don't. Obviously, if they're not cooking the right food, then that's right. You have bad uh, hombres tacos, and you dude, go in there have, and there's a couple dude, of dude Chinese guys. We have fucking Taco <laughs> Bell here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, do you have burrito places out there? Well, uh, yeah, like I said. Uh, well, if you I, say we Chipotle, have, I will blow no, my brains out. We have a, a small chain store called Moe's. Okay. And we have another one called Kidoba, which probably exists where you are. Mm, and they're the kind where you, you load the burrito. It's a $7 burrito, but it's like they put like a pound of rice, a pound of beef, a, like heaping yeah. slobs of, of fucking sour cream or whatever you want. And then it, it comes out this like... Like at least melon-sized burrito, and yeah. you sit there and eat it like a, like the fat little fuck that you are. When I first moved to the city, a burrito could last you two days. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean that's what I think, but then it's me eating it, so I ate it in one day. I might not even finish it, but then I go okay. to the car and I'm like, oh, there's a little more room because I farted, and then I'll eat it. Considering some of the things that people, yeah, eat, I love how you ignored that. What I, you talk about farting so much. 
<laughs> like literally I'll fart and there's more room in my stomach. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, more room. <laughs> I'm going to go take a dump and that'll make more room. <laughs> no, don't throw that away. I'm still eating it. I just got to take a big old dookie and <laughs> excuse, I'll be right back. Excuse me. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even wash my hands. Now I'm still sitting down just for this date. Waiter, bring me the plate in the bathroom, please. <laughs> Not only am I going to eat the burrito, but I'm going to eat my shit, too. <laughs> oh. uh. Madam, the smorgasbord works that you have to go up to and get the food yourself. Someone's not going to deliver it to you in the bathroom all night. And a ripoff. <laughs> mm. All right, where are we? Oh, it's you, August 17th. No diary for two whole days. I have not had the heart to write. Some sort of shadowy pall seems to have seems to be coming over our happiness no news from Jonathan and Lucy seems to be growing weaker whilst her mother's hours are numbering to a close I do not understand Lucy's fading away as she is doing she eats well and sleeps well and enjoys a fresh enjoys the fresh air but all the time she she roses in her cheeks the roses in her cheeks are fading and she gets weaker and more languid day by day at night I hear her gasping as if for air I'm sorry what's going on what are you doing? I thought you were just handing me the glass. No, I want wine. Oh, you want wine? Here. There you go. <coughs> oh, he's sneezing. Domestic bliss. Domestic bliss. <sighs> I keep the key of our door always fastened to my wrist at night, but she gets up and walks about the room and sits at the open window. Last night, I found her sneezing constantly. I found her leaning out that, well, and I you, woke up. No, and, you didn't have gastric bypass, but he had it. So if he, if he yeah. loads his stomach with something and hits a specific nerve that makes him sneeze constantly. Oh, I don't yikes. know what the nerve is, but you know who knows what the nerve is. I woke up, and when I tried to wake her, I could not. She wasn't, she wasn't a faint. When I managed to restore her, she was as weak as water and cried silently between the long, painful struggles for breath. When I asked her how she came to be at the window, she shook her head and turned away. I trust her feeling ill may not be from that unlucky prick of the safety pin. I looked at her throat just now as she lay asleep, and the tiny wounds seemed to have not healed. They are still open, and if anything, larger than before, and with the edges of them and the edges of them are faintly white. There are like little white dots with red centers. James said it's unless the they heal nerve. within it oh, okay. Within a day or two, I shall insist on the doctor seeing about them. Letter Samuel F. Billington, son, solicitors, Wisp Whitby, to Messrs. What? Carter. Masters. And Patterson and Co. London. Oh, and in London. In Europe. That's part of Europe. It's part of the UK. The place. That's what it actually says, guys. Yeah. It just goes on for a paragraph of a person okay. self-correcting. And we, we, it's an island. It's an island. It's a big, even though, even though it's, it's very like, large and comprises, what, half the mass of, half the fucking land mass of the United States, it's still considered an island. Wait, no, it doesn't. Oh, my God. Lond- I mean, not London, but, uh, but, but Britain, Great, like the whole island? Great Britain is not half the land mass of the United States. It's a tiny little island. No, it is not. Yes, it is. You want to fight? You want to fight me? You can fit England into the... Land, you can England, fit several England, Englands. England, the island. Huh? Yeah, yeah, the island itself. It's not huge. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, and the it's, United States, not off- America. The United States. 
It is fifty thousand yes, three hundred and forty-six. No, that no. This is not showing the whole of that. I'm including. I'm including the island as in Scotland included. Yeah, Scotland included. The island England itself. England with Scotland. All right, we're gonna do this. Okay. It is uh, so it's thirty thousand plus fifty thousand that makes eighty thousand. And the land mass of the U.S. Fuck you. <laughs> I what just did it always say? felt like the island was huge because they they always said it, it is was a, not. a Mercator projection, and once you put it up against the United States, it was it was huge. Mm-mm. No, you can drive you can drive from from England to Scotland. I think it's eight hours, maybe more. I mean, it's not dinky by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not like Australia or right. what's another big. Well, island? Remember what we were talking about earlier, Jason? You were right. Okay? It is three point seven nine seven million square miles. <laughs> And what was England again? Like, uh, like 80,000, like 100,000, okay. something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hold Wait, wait, wait. USA compared to England. <laughs> England. Look, try to see if you can get a size comparison. It fits inside of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, and that includes... All wait a minute. That includes Ireland. Yeah. Includes- it's the British Isles, so they'll include Ireland. Fuck that. You know, all of Japan fits inside of California. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because it's Japan. Oh, okay. Dear sirs, herewith please receive invoice of goods sent by Great Northern Railway. Some are to be delivered at Carfax near Profleet, immediately on receipt of goods stationed King Cross. The house is at present empty, but enclosed please find keys, all of which are labeled. You will please deposit the boxes, 50 in number, which form the consignment in the partially ruined building forming part of the house and marked A on rough diagram enclosed. Your agent will easily recognize the locality as it is an ancient chapel of the mansion. The goods leave by the train at 9.30 tonight and will be due at King's Cross at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. As our client wishes the delivery be made as soon as possible, we shall be obliged by your having teams ready at King's Cross at the time named and forthwith conveying the goods to the destination. In order to ob- ob- obviate any delays possible through any routine requirements I must take your blood pressure with my mouth to payments in our departments we enclose check herewith for £10 receipt of which please acknowledge should the charge be less than this amount, you can return balance. If greater, we shall at once send check for difference on hearing from you. You are to leave the keys on coming away in the main hall of the house, where the proprietor may get them on his entering the house by means of his duplicate key. Pray do not take us exceeding the bounds of business courtesy in pressing you all in ways to use the utmost ex- Expedition. We are, dear sirs, faithfully yours, Samuel Elf, Billington, and Son. Letter, Messrs. Carter, Patterson, Co., London, Messrs. Island that is smaller than the United States, Billington, and Son, Whitby. 21 August. <laughs> dear sirs, we beg to acknowledge £10 received and to return a check of £1.17. Uh, what? What am I reading? S17S9D? A uh, shilling. What's a D, though? One pound, 17 shillings. Nine what? Nine, Dicks. I don't know. And nine penises in a package. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amount of overlaps. As shown in receipted account here with goods are delivered exact accordance, in exact accordance with instructions and keys left in the parcel in the main hall as directed. We are, dear sirs, respectfully broke out of President and Co. 
Letter, Messrs. Carter and Patterson and Company. Dear sir, Wait a minute. Where are you I reading? miss your body. Oh, we made that up. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, no, there's been no, a Lucy, cold I'm night where I'm with your fucking penis off. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't have a dick. Me number. How long is this fucking chapter? Jesus Christ. Five more pages. How many? Five more pages. Okay, here we go. What? Mina, Murray, Mina Murray's Journal, 18th August. I am happy today and writing, sitting on the seat in the churchyard. Lucy is ever so much better. Last night she slept all night and did not disturb me once, that bitch. The roses seem coming back already to her cheeks, though she is still sadly pale and wan-looking. If she were in any way anemic, I would understand like it, but Pee-wee. she is not. You sound what? a bit like Pee-wee, like you're doing your impression. I know. Excuse me! She's... <laughs> <laughs> She's in gay spirits and full of life and cheerfulness. All the morbid reticence seems to have passed from her, and she has just reminded me as if I needed any reminding of that night, and that it was here, on this very seat, I found her asleep. As she told me, she tapped playfully with the heel of her boot on the stone slab and said, My poor little feet didn't make much noise then. I dare say poor old Mr. Swales would have told me it because I, I, I didn't want to wake up Gordy. As she was in such a communicative humor, I asked her if she had dreamed at all that night. Before she answered, that sweet, puckered look came into her forehead. Just like a little oh, butthole. Oh, I love her forehead pucker hole. <laughs> Just like a butthole. Look at there. There you go. Hi, my name's Shaq. Does your future wife have a puckered butthole for have her forehead? Have a puckered butthole for her forehead. I like <laughs> that. Yeah. You have a puckered butthole uh, for her forehead. <laughs> I asked her, where am I? I didn't quite dream. Um, I asked her if she had dreamed at all last night before she answered that sweet puckered forehead, which Arthur, I call him Arthur from her habit, says he loves, and indeed, I didn't wonder... I didn't wonder that he does. Then she went on in a half-dreaming kind of way, as if trying to recall it to herself. I didn't quite dream. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. But it all... I didn't quite dream, but it all seemed to be real. I only wanted to be here on this spot. I don't know why, for I was afraid of something. I don't know what I remember. What? (laughs) There was a period there, but I didn't care because I haven't gotten my period (laughs) since I was 14 and threw up a lot to get rid of some weight. I remember, though I suppose I was asleep passing through the streets over the bridge. A fish leaped as I went by, and I leaned over to look at it, and I heard a lot of dogs howling. The whole town seemed as if it must be full of dogs all howling at once as I went up the steps. Then I had a vague memory of something long and dark with red eyes, just as he we saw in the sunset, and something very sweet and bitter all around me at once. Then I seemed to be sinking to deep green water. Ew. And then there was a singing in my ears, and I and as I have heard, there is no drowning men. And then everything seemed passing away from me. My soul seemed to go out from my body and float about the air. I seemed to remember that once the West Lighthouse was right under me, and then that sort of agonizing feeling. I've been smoking too much weed as if I were an earthquake and I came back and found you shake what the fuck did I just do shaking my body (laughs) I saw you do it before I felt you then she began to laugh 
It seemed a little uncanny to me, and I listened to her breathlessly. I did not quite like it, and thought it better not to keep her mind on the subject. So we drifted on to other subjects, and Lucy was like her old self again. When we got home, the fresh breeze had braced her up, and her pale cheeks were really more rosy. Her mother rejoiced when she saw her, and then fell over dead of a heart attack. And and we all spent a very happy evening together. She fell into the sawmill. 19th August. Joy, joy, joy. Hey, Red, joy, joy, joy. Happy, yuppie, joy, joy, yuppie, yuppie, joy, joy, yuppie, yuppie. Although not all oh, joy. At, at last, news of Jonathan. The dear fellow has been ill. That's why he did not write. I am not afraid to think it or say it now that I know. Mr. Hawkins sent me on, sent me on the letter and wrote himself, oh, so kindly. I am to leave in the morning and go over to Jonathan and help to nurse him if necessary and bring him home. Mr. Hawkins says it would not be a bad thing if... We were to be married out there. I have cried over the good sister's letter till I can feel it wet against my bosom, where it lies. It is of Jonathan and must be next to my heart, for he is in my heart. My journey is all mapped out. I'm going to wet my, my teeth luggage and is, let you put your face right My luggage is ready. I am only taking one change of dress. Lucy will bring my trunk to London and keep it until I send for it. You know, that's smaller for than the it United States, that right? I must write no more. I must keep it to say to Jonathan, my husband, the letter that he has seen and touched must comfort me till we meet. Letter, <sighs> Sister Agatha, Hospital of St. Joseph's and St. Mary's, Budapest, to Mrs. Wilhelmina Murray. Fuck! Dear madam, I write by desire of Mr. Jonathan Harker, who himself is not strong enough to write, though progressing well, thanks to God and St. Joseph and St. Mary. He has been under our care for nearly six weeks, suffering from a violent brain fever. We wish... He wishes me to convey his love and to say that by this post I write for him to Mr. Peter Hawkins, Exeter, to say his dutiful respects, Send me my that he is very place. sorry for his delay, Ooh. and that all of his work is completed. He will require some few weeks Your rest in our, in our sanitarium in the hills, but will then return. He wishes me to say that he has not sufficient money with him and that he would like to pay for his staying here so that others who need shall not be wanting for help. Believe me, yours with sympathy and all blessing, Sister Agatha. P.S. My patient being asleep, I open this letter to let you know something more. He has told me all about you and that you are shortly to be his wife. All blessings to you both. He has had some fearful shock, so says our doctor, and he is deli- he and in his delirium his ravings have been dreadful of wolves and poison and blood, of ghosts and demons, and I fear to say of what. Be careful with him always that there may be nothing to excite him of this kind for a long time to come. The traces of such an illness as his do not lightly die away. We should have written <coughs> long ago, but we knew nothing of his friends, and there was on him nothing that anyone could understand. He came in the train from Klausburg, and the guard was told the st- by the station master there that he rushed into the station, shouting for a ticket to come home. Seeing from his violent demeanor that he was English, they gave him a ticket <laughs> for the furthest station on the way th- 
thither and the train reached. Be assured that he was well cared for. He has won all hearts by his sweetness and gentleness. He is truly getting on well, and I have no doubt will, in a few weeks, be all himself. But be careful of him for safety's sake. There are, I pray God, St. Joseph and St. Mary, many, many happy years for you both. Dr. Seward's Diary, 19 August. No, that's not Quincy. That's not the Texan. I don't care. I can use this accent twice because I'm stupid. Anyway, strange and sudden change in Red... Oh, I'm sorry. Strange and sudden change in Renfield tonight. About eight o'clock, he began to get excited and sniff about as a dog does when setting. The attendant was struck by his manner, and knowing my interest in him, encouraged him to talk. He is usually respectful to the attendant, and at times servile. But tonight, the man tells me he was quite haughty. Would not consent to walk, uh, talk with him at all. All he would say was, "You, you." Oh wait, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I don't want to talk to you. You don't count now. The master is at hand. Shut up, you fucking baby. He's gonna touch me. I'm gonna come like a Dracula. All he would... Oh, I'm sorry. I want you to read it again. The attendant thinks it is a sudden form of religious mania which has seized him. If so, we must look out for squalls. For strong men with homicidal and religious mania at once might be dangerous. And the combination is a dreadful one. Boy, isn't that true? I'm putting on my fishnet stockings <laughs> as I'm speaking. and I'm We're almost done. Come on, shit. dude. Mm, yummy, yummy dog shit. <laughs> uh, At nine o'clock, I visited him myself. His attitude to me was the same as the as the attendant. Fuck Any you! I'm so feeling the difference between myself and the attendant seemed to him as nothing. Eat my creamy shit! <laughs> I will eat your creamy shit. This is my, this is my version of the. Oh my god, I forgot the name of the character in that fucking movie that Tim Curry... Drinky drunk. <laughs> fucking... You mean I, Dr. Frank and Furter yeah. from Rocky Horror Picture Show? Uh, it looks like religious mania, and he will soon uh, think he himself that is... He himself that is God. Anyway, these infinitesimal distinctions... This is such fantastic heroin as I write. <laughs> and opium at the same time. I love it. I'm smoking opium and injecting heroin. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> these infinitesimal distinctions between man and man are too paltry for an omnipotent being. How these madmen give themselves away. The real god taketh heed lest a sparrow fall. But the god created from human vanity sees no difference between an eagle and a sparrow. Oh, if men only knew. Uh, For a half an hour more, Renfield kept getting excited in greater and greater degree. I did not pretend to be watching him, but I kept strict observation all the time. All at once, that shifty look came into his eyes, the one that said, I want to put my tongue in your butthole. Always (laughs) see a man. Hi, I'm Shaq. Do you want to put your tongue in my butthole? Please. I mean, a butthole. A madman has seized an idea, and with it, in the shifty movement of the head and back. Are you taking notes, Phil? Yes. Back which asylum attendants come now to know so well. He became quiet. 
went and sat on the edge of the bed resignedly and looked into space with lackluster eyes. I thought I could find out his apathy were real or only assumed and tried to leak him to talk to lead him to leak him okay uh, to lead him to talk of his pets a theme which had never failed to excite his attention at first he made no reply but at length said testily fuck them all I don't care a bit about them what I said oh <laughs> you don't mean to tell me you don't care about spiders spiders are at present his hobby and the notebook is filling up with columns of small fingers to this he answered enigmatically the bride maidens rejoice the eyes that wait the coming of the bride but when the bride draws nigh then the maidens shine not to the eyes that are filled he would not explain himself reminded of remained reminded whatever obst obstinately seated in his seat bed his, his seat bed his seat your, bed on his bed put seat. your seat back upright he he seated his I behind on the bed on the bed that way miss flight attendant <laughs> i am weary tonight and in low spirits that i cannot think of lucy but i cannot but think of lucy and how different things might have been if i don't sleep at once chloral oh well and uh as he means chloroform he means as he mean uh fucking the modern Morpheus, and then he gives a chemical composition of such. It doesn't say that. Not in my version, anyway. It, in mine, it has C brackets to HC1 underscore Yeah, that's um, C, chloroform. Brackets, C-O. It's, it's chloroform. Yeah. Uh, the, the modern Morpheus. I must be careful not to let it grow into a habit. No, I shall take none tonight. I didn't really want to marry Lucy. I just... I needed to pretend. I just wanted to hold this rag over her mouth. I need to pretend because I like, you know. I have thought of Lucy and I shall not dishonor her by mixing the two. If I need buy, tonight shall be sleepless. Later. Glad I made the resolution. Gladder. Lucy dodged a bullet, didn't she? <laughs> Probably. Glad I made the resolution. Gladder that I kept it. I had lain tossing about tossing it. And I heard the clock strike only twice. When the night watchman came to me, sent up from the ward, to say that Renfield had escaped, I threw off my clothes for he, at, and threw him down at once, for he was the... I threw <laughs> off my clothes! He was the one I'd like to forcibly have sex with the most. My patient is too dangerous a person to be roaming about. Those ideas of him doing things, me doing things to him that I didn't actually do, I promise, I swear, officer. Those ideas of his might work out dangerously with strangers. The attendant was waiting for me. He said I had seen him not ten minutes before, seemingly asleep in his bed, uh, when he had looked through the observation trap door. His attention was called by the sound of the window being wrenched out. Jason, you want a speed read? He ran back and saw his feet disappear through the window and had at once set f up for me. He was only in his night gear <coughs> and cannot be far off. The attendant thought it, it might, would, would be more useful to watch where he should go rather than follow him, as he might lose sight of him whilst getting out of the building by the door. He is a bulky man and couldn't get through the window. I am thin, so with his aid I got out, but feet foremost, and as we were only a few feet above the ground, landed unhurt.' 
The attendant told me the patient had gone to the left and had taken a straight line, so I ran as quickly as I could. As I got through the belt of trees, I saw a white figure scale the high wall which separates our grounds from those of the de deserted house. I ran back at once, told the watchman to get three or four men immediately and follow me into the grounds of, of Carfax, in case our friend might be dangerous. I got a ladder myself, and crossing the wall, dropped down on the other side. I could see Renfield's figure just disappearing behind the angle of the house, so I ran after him. On the far side of the house, I found him pressed close against the old iron-bound oak door of the chapel. He was talking, apparently, to someone. But I was afraid to go go near enough to hear what he was saying, lest I might frighten him, and he should run off. Chasing an errant swarm of bees is nothing to following a naked lunatic when the, when the fit of escaping is upon him. After a few minutes, however, I could see that he did not take note of anything around him, and so ventured to draw near to him, the more, the more so my men had now crossed the wall and were closing, in, closing him in. I heard him say... I am here to do your bidding, master. I am your slave, and you will reward me, for I shall be faithful. I have worshipped you long and far off. Now that you are near, I await your commands, and you will not pass me by, will you, dear master, in your distribution of good things? He is a selfish old beggar anyhow. He thinks of the loaves and fishes even when he believes he is in a real presence. His manias, uh, his manias make like starting combination. When we close in on him, he fought like a tiger. He's immensely strong, for he was more like a wild beast than a man. I never saw a lunatic with, in such proxyism of rage before, and I thought I shall not again. It is a mercy that we have found out his strength and his danger in good time. With strength and determination like this, he might have done wild work before he was caged. He is safe now, at, my, at any rate. Jack Shepard himself couldn't get free from that straight waistcoat that keeps him restrained. Who's Jack Shepard? And he is, I don't know, and he's chained to the wall in the padded room. His cries are at times awful, but the silences that follow are more deadly still, for he means murder in every turn and movement. Just now, he spoke coherent words for the first time. I shall be patient. Master, is, is it, it is coming, coming, coming? So I took the hint and came to. I was too excited to sleep, but this diary has quieted me, and I feel I shall get some sleep tonight. And All right, that's it. Thanks everybody for listening. I, I yeah, thank you. There is a James. What, behind did that catch? There is a James behind you. James has. Uh, now we are. Thanks. Told, my what? Oh, I did not know that. Come oh. Here, come here, say that louder. James's sister just agreed to have my wedding with Atticus at her place. Yay! Nice. All right. And we're all invited. Uh, no, Everyone I, well, if you can come out here, I would appreciate that. But I don't know if you I'll can. I'll try. I mean, we're thinking about we're thinking about Valentine. No, no, no. We want to get married on Valentine's Day, but do the what on a different day, right? It's gonna probably be not Valentine's Day. Okay, but shortly thereafter. Love. And then yes, <laughs> to be you. Who else? 
Monkeytail. Huh? Maybe. Steve. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, Maybe. Um, my crow, he can be invited, even though he lives he lives in hell. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for Let Me Finish, this has been Jason Hart. And this has been your wonderful transvestite Transylvanian. You still don't know his name, do you? Dr. Frankenfurter. <laughs> Good for you. I love you all and buy my lickety split. <laughs> I am so drunk. I've had literally three show. glasses you have, of wine. Do you have a podcasting partner that gets super drunk during the podcast? You may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> you might be entitled to compensation. Ah, that's my line. I'm supposed to say that. I'm Shaft. I'm, I'm not Shaft. I'm Shaq. Wait, who am I? You're Shaq. You used to play for um, the Charlotte Hornets as well as Boston, but I don't know who in between. <laughs> bye, everybody. No. All right, bye. The Lemmy Finish Podcast is a Lemmy Listen Podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding. With music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen Podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening.